The FBI this week issued an alert saying that it's seen a destructive malware attack get launched against a U.S. business. The FBI hasn't named the victim. But the FBI's alert comes just one week after Sony Pictures Entertainment suffered a hack attack that has all the hallmarks of a wiper malware attack, which erases hard drives. Hi, I'm Matthew Schwartz, Managing Editor for Europe for Information Security Media Group. And to tell us more about this type of malware, I'm joined by security expert Raoul Schaumberg, a principal security researcher at Kaspersky Lab, as well as a founding member of the Anti- Malware Testing Standards Organization. Raul, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. First of all, there's been a lot of conjecture about the Sony attack, including who launched it, what type of malware they might have used. But Sony staff have reported seeing a message when they attempted to access their PCs recently. And that said, you've been hacked and they report that they were unable to get into their PCs. Does that and the FBI alert that we've seen suggest that wiper malware may have been involved here? Yeah, putting those things together really implies that wiper malware has been used. Certainly when you look at the image that was posted to Imager on the one hand together with some messages from purported Sony employees together with some other photos definitely suggests that we have a wiper incident here at hand or partly at hand, which is definitely unusual. And when you say unusual, how rare or common is this type of attack? Well, let me preface that by saying that we don't necessarily know. So the vast majority of malware we see today is financially motivated. People want to make money off of their malware. When you are wiping data, that's generally not for money. That's the level of escalation where money is most likely going to be out of the picture. So why don't we necessarily know how common this is? Well, companies have data disclosure laws basically focused towards the leakage of confidential information. This type of wiper attack doesn't fall under basically the disclosure laws. So we could have more companies under this type of attack but they will not disclose it because there is no incentive for them to disclose it. A, they are not forced to disclose it, and B, it will make them look bad. So we may have more of these attacks without us knowing. But that said, most of the attacks that we see are financially motivated, so they wouldn't have this type of wiper attack. Rather, what we are seeing a lot of is uh, so-called ransomware, which is effectively a monetized version of this type of attack where the malware encrypts all your documents on your machine and says, unless you're paying us X amount of money, you're not going to get your data back. So that's effectively how attackers have generally monetized this kind of schema. Simply wiping all data is really a level of escalation from which there is no recovery. When you say escalation, are you implying that this is escalation that involves not cybercrime, but a political motivation or someone who wants to make a big splash, make a big message? I'm not sure why the attackers are trying to do what they did. But when we look at a number of these pieces together, we see that most likely files got wiped. Then on the other hand, documents also have been leaked onto the internet, have been posted onto the internet together with movies that Sony is about to release that have been published onto the internet. So this entire campaign looks to me as if the attackers are trying to cause as much damage as possible, where they have a very public operation going that's hard to recover from. If I, for example, wanted to launch this type of wiper attack, is this something I could do using repurposed crimeware components that were floating around? How complicated would it be? Would I need a big infrastructure to launch this type of attack? I think a lot of it depends on how big the target is that you're going after. Overall, we've seen successful wiper attacks that weren't 
terribly sophisticated. They are just well executed. Potentially, that's what's going on here as well. We've had a number of these cases, and in most of those cases, the code was published to the internet. So somebody who wants to look at that code can look at it and basically either try and copy-paste that or simply use some of the design philosophies. So because it's not quite something that a lot of people are after, you're not going to find, let's say, ready-made kits too easily, even though some of these malware kits may have some sort of similar functionality, but not quite tailored for this scenario. So overall, I would say it won't take too much work, but it will take some work. In terms of past attacks where the code's been published, are there one or two attacks that highlight the real danger and damage that wiper malware can do, especially against businesses? I think that there are two attacks in particular that come to mind. One is the so-called Shamoon attack that went after Saudi Aramco and basically wiped 30,000 machines. I mean, wiped the files off of hard drives connected to 30,000 machines. So that caused a lot of chaos. And then the other attack is the Dark Soul attack that happened about a year and a half ago against basically financials and media in South Korea, right at the kind of height of geopolitical tensions in that area. And that caused a lot of disruption as well. And in fact, it kind of looks like the attackers that went after Sony may have been looking at these attacks and maybe tried to copy and paste some of these elements potentially that will have been done in a false flag type operation where whoever is behind it is trying to make it look like somebody else is behind the attack. So we should beware suggestions that this may be the work of North Korea incensed over a Christmas comedy about a failed assassination attempt against their leader. Right. We should definitely be very skeptical. And I think certainly at this point, it's much too early to be pointing any fingers. We are much better off trying to understand the attack better, maybe use this incident as an opportunity for businesses everywhere to basically reevaluate their current security strategy, which probably isn't quite tailored to this type of scenario and see, hey, this is where I can prove my posture. So we should be focusing on that technical aspect rather than the potential motivations of the attackers. That sounds like great advice. If you were speaking to a business and they said, we would like to ensure that we can't be easily taken down by a wiper malware attack, are there some strategies that you would highlight for them? Most definitely. So the most important thing is defense in depth. You need to make it as hard for the attackers as possible to cause damage with the realization that if they want to get in, they will get in. So you have to protect your most important assets first and foremost. And then there are a number of technologies that can help with the overall posture of your organization. Whitelisting comes to mind here as one of the powerful technologies that could really make it a lot harder for attackers to successfully execute this type of attack. Whitelisting, is that for applications or what would you be whitelisting in particular? You'll be whitelisting applications indeed. So the environment would only allow trusted executables to run. That type of technology has really made a lot of headway. A lot of people still think that whitelisting is very restrictive, but it's gotten really a lot better over the last couple of years. And it really allows people to do their work and be productive while having this additional layer of safety. That's great advice, Raul. Thanks very much for your insights. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Matthew Schwartz. Thank you for joining us.